from the woods to the water, from the bucks to the ducks. Your weekday foray out of the office begins now on WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Stay tuned as Alan White and Doug Max talk with fishing and hunting pros, share tips and tricks, and discuss Alabama's greatest natural resource, the great outdoors. WNSP Outdoors, brought to you by Andrews Diesel and Automotive, Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats, Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, Street Seafood and Meat Market, Medicare Insurance Advisors, and Blue Water Yacht Sales. Now, let's head outdoors with Alan White. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. We've got a good show lined up for you today. There's so much going on. It's summertime and uh, the bass tournaments and other tournaments are happening everywhere. We've got other happenings too we want to talk about. I've been doing a lot of uh, planting uh, on my land lately, Doug, and uh, I'll tell you one of the one of the best things I've done to improve habitat out there is hired John Boy's Mulching. Uh, they spent about two and a half days on my place, and I mean it made things so much better and easier. It was quick. He's fast. He's efficient. Uh, when he leaves, I mean, the ground is just almost perfect. Yeah, I've seen some pictures. Your place is starting to look like a state park. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ain't going to be a state park. I don't want that. That's not good habitat at no, all. But it, no, it's but, really pretty. Uh, but they, yeah. they have done an excellent job. And I've been out there myself and seen a lot of the work that's been done, and, and they have done an excellent job. It's been it's been a lot of fun doing that. But John Boy's Mulching is who who to call if you need mulching. I highly recommend him. 583-7201 is his number. And uh, if you can't get in touch with him that way, just uh, message me on Facebook, and I'll help you get in touch with him. Yeah, and you're right about it being summertime, too, because uh, it – it has kicked in, you know. You go out and go fishing, and it may be nice for a little while, but it, it's definitely getting hot. We definitely got yellow flies on my place. Yeah, and, and we're going to probably find out from all our fishing folks here that we're starting to get into some real summer patterns with yeah, fishing. Yeah, so. hopefully so. Don Green is with us today with our Delta Report. Don, how you doing, man? Do we have Don on? Hello, Don. Can you hear me? There, he hey, there you go. How you doing, man? Well, I'm doing great. Y'all doing okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're a little bit hot. Need some rain, but other than that. Well, you know, it's finally that time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> we usually we usually get into this situation about the first of May this year, it's the middle of June. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. It's a, yeah, you know, really, a lot of people don't like to hear it, but when when we have a Years like we've had the last two years, all it does is help the fishing on the Delta. You can go out there and catch an average size fish this year, and he is quite a bit bigger than he was two years ago when we had the less water coming down. Mm. That water helps the fishing on this Delta, and, it, and it's really showing up right now. We finally getting, we've, we have just got to the summer pool on the whole Delta. Uh, Coffeyville is four or seven, and it's going to fall a little bit and, and then level off at three feet. Claiborne is 10 foot, and that's that's about summer pool for Claiborne, and it's steady. Mobile, the barrier is three feet, and, of course, it's mean tide and steady. 
And as far as the fishing, even though the uh, creeks and um, bayous are dirtier than the main rivers right now, it's clearing up gradually. The only, only really clear water you can find now is on the lower delta. Uh, we went up, me and my son went up the other day, and uh, I mean the water was much less clear in the creeks than it was in the river. But we still caught fish. I saw... I saw bull brim being caught drop lining along the banks. I saw crappie being caught out trolling in the middle of the creek. And, of course, we caught some real good fish up there. So the fish are biting. You know, right now it's got to that point that you don't have to get on the bed to catch a bunch of brim. Just get you a cricket or a worm and go, go down the bank and drop about four feet deep. And remember that depth, four feet deep. And you can catch all the big bulls you want. I saw that done the other day, and I've done it so many times. And they're catching them. It's not just good days and bad days. They're regular, regularly catching them every day up there like that. And that's why I say if you, if you want to catch some brim, go fishing, but go in the northern part of the delta and in the rivers above because that's where they're really biting at. Doug has spent some time up there recently around Hubbard's Landing catching brim and bass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to listen to you, Don, because uh, (laughs) I I caught a whole bunch of big old bull uh, Friday. I mean, just some of the most prettiest brim I've caught in a long time. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, I took my granddaughter to the same place, and we wasn't doing nothing. (laughs) Couldn't Mm -hmm. hardly buy one. But, you know, I was fishing about three foot deep, so maybe I need to. Uh, alter about a, a foot depth. Drop it off a little bit and get it right on the bottom. And I and when I say right on the bottom, I mean have that have that cork where it's just sitting at an angle and it's telling you it's on bottom. Mm-hmm. That's when you catch more fish. Yeah, I think we did that because we picked up a number of shell cracker, or, or I mm-hmm. did. I, and, and we did we caught a couple of shell cracker Sunday too. And uh, yeah. so I think whenever you're catching them, you know you're fishing pretty close to the bottom. That's so. right. That's right. You 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 gonna catch them on bottom, and uh, usually they won't come up off of the bottom to get a bait where a brim will. Mm-hmm. You know, a brim will come on up just about to the top and eat it like a bass. But uh, shell crackers won't do it. They they love to hug that bottom as much as a, they even like it more than a crappie. <laughs> yeah. And and they really been they really been catching them up there and down here all the way about halfway down the uh, delta. Uh, to the to the say the interstates above them they catching them and um, the crappie well it's in a, it's a transition time for the crappie but that doesn't mean they can't catch them if you do it the right way and for all you folks who gonna fish that crappie tournament Saturday I got some news for you the big crappie are gonna be out in the middle of the creek swimming around about four feet deep so you need to be trolling for them because it's gonna be an incoming tide all day. Now, when that tide's about halfway out till it's about halfway in, that whole lower part of the tide will be treetop time. Hmm. That's where you want to fish when the tide's not, not getting high. But once it starts getting on up and gets high and slows down, go out there and start trolling the jig about four feet deep. Okay. And you'll catch some fish. Because it's been, it's been happening all week. <laughs> well, I tell you, that's and my it, favorite it, way to catch them right there, trolling, you know, right. in the middle. That's right. That's, yeah. Hey, Don, how much uh, effect does that, like for the crappie when you're trolling, how much effect does that water clarity have on that? 
Okay, now you know you that's a that's a lot of controversy there. But you talk to all these guys that are really pro uh, uh, crappie fishermen. They'll tell you bring on that dingy water. Hmm. Come come on with it. That's what they like to fish. Now here's the reason: clear water pushes crappie down because they don't like sunlight. They're like a shell cracker. They hate sunlight. The clearer the water is the further they're going to be down because they don't like the sunlight unless they got something to get under. That's why so many of your crappie will stay in treetops when there's not really any big fish around to feed on them if they get on out in the clear water. They just don't like sunlight. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and you take uh, dingy water, okay? Uh, I have got to the point, as much as I love clear water, I've got to the point I'd rather fish dingy water in the river system because that's where you fish by the best. And when you're doing that, now here's the key. Never fish, never begin fishing over two feet deep in dingy water when you're fishing for crappie. Fishing, I mean, right below the surface because they're going to be, if they're out in clear, clean water, they're going to be uh, trolling up close to the top looking for minnows. If they're in the treetops, they're going to be doing the same thing. The only thing that pushes them deeper is the clarity of the water. The clearer the water, the deeper they're going to be. And uh, I imagine Alec can tell you this. When you're fishing clear water and trolling, you're going to be at least four feet deep. Yeah, especially, you know, on a bright, sunny day. We're talking about a bright, sunny day uh-huh. with clear water. They're going, to be, they're going to go down deep. It is harder right. to catch them that way, too. Yeah. And you, uh, and when, you're, when you're fishing, uh, say, a tournament or whatever, you got to catch fish. You know, you can't fool around and look for them. You got, you're pretty well going to know what they're doing if you pre-fish before the tournament. And you got to stick with it and find the fish because they move around. I have I have seen a school of crappie in a, in little little by corner go for about a mile and a half from one day to the next following a school of shad. I caught them under the uh, under the fish up up at mouth of Franklin Creek Creek one day, and they were just about to the mouth of the creek the next day. That's just how far they'll go feeding on shad in the middle of the summer. And uh, you learn those things. You, 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 you put your finger on one thing that you want to learn about, like say crappie, and you fish on all occasions till you get to where you can catch them any time you go. That's my forte is I have been enough that I can catch fish. A good example was the other day when me and my son went, and he told me to mention this too. He said, everybody thinks that all we got to do is go fishing and catch a mess of big fish, <laughs> you know. But I'll tell you what, we worked hard to catch those fish the other day, and we didn't catch anything but good fish, but we worked hard to catch a few fish. Well, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much for the report. I hope you all continue to catch fish, and uh, have, a right. gra- have a great weekend. Okay, you too. Let's take the third caller and give away Streets uh, Seafood and Meat Market six-piece cube steak at uh, 
Michael Bronner for Corey LeBounty on a Thursday edition of the Final Drive. Ryan Ballingy is going to break down this mess in the golf world. Lindsey Crosby will talk Super Regionals. Stephen M. Smith and Jake Crane are going to talk Tide and Tigers. Join us Thursday for the Final Drive. The Final Drive with Corey and Michael. Weekdays beginning at 3 on the Sports Station. WNSP. If you need to take control of the overgrown brush on your land and improve the habitat for wildlife, or just make it more beautiful, get ready to take down the number for John Boy's Mulching. They work very closely with you to manage your habitat exactly like you've dreamt. Prompt service and very reasonable rates set them apart from similar services. Lot clearing, habitat improvement, and more. Call 251-583-7201. That's 583-7201. John Boy's Mulching, 583-7201. Serving Baldwin and surrounding counties. Andrews Diesel and Automotive on Highway 31 in Spanish Fort is expanding, and they're looking for two technicians with big truck and or equipment experience to join their family of top professionals. Andrews Diesel and Automotive offers excellent pay, vacation, sick days, retirement, insurance, and paid holidays. Apply at 11349 Highway 181 in Spanish Fort or call 591-1596 to set up an interview. Andrews Diesel and Automotive, an equal opportunity employer. With summer here, it's time to take care of those pesky boat problems you've been putting off. Visit Blue Water Yacht Sales today so you'll be ready to hit the water in the warmer weather. Blue Water is a full-line Yamaha outboard dealer and is a five-star gold service facility with a Yamaha Master Tech on hand. Of course, Blue Water carries a full assortment of inshore and offshore models from Pioneer, Bulls Bay, Avenger, Jupiter Marine, and Regulator. And if you're selling, skip the hassle and let Blue Water sell your boat for you. Visit BlueWaterYachtSales.net. Mercedes-Benz is a car like no other. We're offering leasing specials to fit any budget, only at Mercedes-Benz and Mobile. If you thought you couldn't afford a Mercedes, think again. Mercedes-Benz and Mobile has your lifestyle and budget in mind. Come and visit our showroom on Dolphin Street or go to mbmobile.com for details. When I say affordable, I really mean it. Only at Mercedes-Benz and Mobile. For 159 years, Wilmer Hall Children's Home has been serving young people in need due to poverty, abuse, homelessness, and neglect. Our programs include transitional living, tutoring, and a delivery-based food pantry. Please save the date for our summer fundraiser, the Kaiser Myrie Memorial Fishing Tournament presented by Lazy Boy, to be held on June 17th at the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club with a way station on Dauphin Island. For more information about Wilmer Hall, please visit wilmerhall.org. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Okay, welcome back to the show. Uh, let's give away a gift certificate for $20 to Eastern Shore Ace Hardware. You know, they have a new location, not only on Spanish Fort Hill anymore, but they are on Highway 181. So uh, check them both out, but go to uh, Spanish Fort Boulevard, right on top of Spanish Fort Hill, and visit Eastern Shore Ace Hardware. Let's take the third caller for this $20 gift certificate at 694-1055, 694-1055. Inshore fishing is all about this weekend with Bobby Abrascado, and he's with us right now with a forecast. How you doing, Bobby? 
I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, the uh, 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 you were just mentioned heat uh, a second ago, and yeah. uh, it is amazing in two days what's happened with this air temperature. We're, we were leaving out uh, up till about two days ago, literally in the morning. I'm not going to say it was cold, but there was a hint of cool in the air. And, brother, that is gone now. <laughs> I mean, it is. You, I'm walking out in the morning, loading the uh, truck, getting ready to go hook up the boat, and it's uh, and I'm sweating already. So we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. It was going to warm up, and uh, it's here, you know. So, uh, but anyway, fortunately, the fishing, you know, still continues to be good. I, I uh, uh, through the uh, through the you know since we talked last at the end of last week, uh, through the weekend and into early this week, I still been staying kind of mainly down in the marsh in the Mississippi Sound area, and. Um, you know, catching, still catching big numbers of fish, um, you know, and just going through a lot of fish with artificial bait to catch, you know, some quality fish that, that are mixed in. And last week we were talking about this uh, full moon falling at the end of May or, or actually the beginning of June. And it was amazing because they reacted much more to that full moon at the end of May or beginning of June or whatever it was, and they did it that early moon that we had in May. It was much, much more like a full moon bite last week, uh, the end of last week through the weekend than it was earlier. Not that it wasn't good, you know, early in May, but but uh, this one was a lot more of like really tightly packed schools of fish with some big fish. I mean, really nice size fish mixed in. And that told me that there were these big spawning schools. And um, I, I just really noticed that. And the, and the point of that whole story is, you know, that, that'll tell you that those fish don't care about the calendar. <laughs> they're, 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 they're motivated by salinity, water temperature, and, a, and a, you know, to a certain extent, moon and solar uh, phases. And um, that was really evident this, this past week. You know, when we get that moon in May to hit like in the middle of the month or the, se- or the second or third week of the month, um, you see what happened uh, this past week. But again, it was a lot more like that, uh, you know, uh, the la- through the weekend and then the early part of this week. In the last couple of days, I've uh, had trips that just happened to fall to where I was picking up over at Fort Morgan. And rather than run all the way down to the marsh, I was uh, fishing out in the bay. And those were my first two, two trips of the year uh, this year out in the bay. And, um, uh, you know, broke down and went to the dark side and brought some live shrimp. And uh, I'll tell you something, man, There's, there, it's amazing how you can go from one place to the next and one, just you swear there's no fish at all in the bay and you go to the next piece of structure, whether it be, be a gas rig or a reef. They've got, by the way, they've got a lot of new reefs out in the bay uh, and it's just alive with fish. And I don't know why that is. I never quite figured that out, but I mean, you literally go, it's, it's a very feast or famine thing to where, you know, yesterday, for example, we the first two rigs we stopped at, we literally didn't have a bite with a live shrimp, and that never happens. You know, the worst thing that happens is you'll catch some kind of unwanted species. And then the third one we went to, you literally, if you put a shrimp on, you had to hide behind the console because there were some fish coming in the boat <laughs> to get to it, you know. So uh, that's just the way it was. And today I went, the, uh, luckily the first one I hit uh, today was where we stayed for the whole trip. Um, you know, so that bay's got a lot of fish uh, a lot of fish in the bay. Uh, we fished about the lower quarter, lower third of the bay, uh, rather than moving further up in the bay because I didn't have to. But anyway, that's that's good. I was glad to see that because that that tends to spread. You know, everybody there's a lot of people fishing right now, and um, kind of tends to spread everybody out a pretty good bit. You know, um, and this weekend, I guess by Sunday, I think we go into the nip. 
and talking about that bay, uh, that's that's a place I like to fish on a real weak tide. Um, the current in there, particularly down at the lower end of the bay, really runs hard. You know, and sometimes it's really hard to get a good bait presentation when you have a lot of tidal movement. And uh, so, you know, what I'm thinking about doing probably by the uh, end of the weekend and then early next week is really targeting the middle and lower end of Mobile Bay where the tide's going to be real weak. And a lot of those fish, when we've been through those big tides that we were on last week, hadn't really been hit hard, you know. So that's going to be a – I'm kind of looking forward to that. Hopefully the weather will hold up to do that. So uh, so that's kind of been it for me. I saw my very okay. first blackfish today. Everybody in Mobile and Baldwin County has seen the blackfish, I think, except me until today. <laughs> and unfortunately, I was running back to Dolphin Island from Fort Morgan wasn't even fishing, just running back across and almost ran over it. <laughs> By the time I turned around, it did. It, it spooked. It was just a free-swimming blackfish. But there's a lot of blackfish. Not a lot, I don't think, but there's blackfish around right now. That's so, uh, you know, take your time as you're running from point A to point B and keep your eyes open. Yeah, this right. one was just a, uh, it was a pretty decent-sized blackfish, just free-swimming. How about that? All right, Bobby, have a great weekend, man. Thank you so much. All right, guys, y'all have a great weekend. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, let's go to Miller's Ferry with Mr. Joe Dunn with a report. How you doing, Joe? Doing great, Alan. Well, they're getting the water wild like it for this time of year now. Yeah. It's getting, uh, they got, uh, let's see, I'm looking at today's schedule. They're going to have the water cut off till 2 o'clock, and then they're going to run it hard from 2 to 11 tonight. And what that's going to do is start conditioning those fish to be in certain places when they when they start pulling that water, and you be fishing on uh, river ledges or fishing in big tops or on your brush piles, and, and the crop is going to hold tight to them. And uh, before they start pulling water, you probably uh, it's going to be you know I, I would go to places like docks because uh, with this sun. As hot as it's getting now, they're going to be getting in that shade, getting away from uh, where uh, a lot of fish are congregated on the docks. And you can shoot them all, flip them in up beside them, and that's another good way to do it right now, too. So uh, fishing getting real good. Hey, Joe, let me ask you a question about this pulling water. I got I got some friends that's been doing pretty, pretty good here lately on the uh, crappie there in the Alabama River down below, y'all. Uh, right. When the... The pulling water on the dam, I know it really helps you fishing there in, in the lake itself. What about just the river itself down there? How does that pulling water up there affect the river fishing down below there? Down below it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, see, we have a a powerhouse system that they have to either run the water through or they have to crack open a floodgate. Down below it, it's just a spillway there at Claiborne. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a slow moving all the time. It gets faster when they're pulling water, but uh, be the same scenario. Get get in those uh, brush piles and stuff, especially in the river right now. And I think that's the best thing to do it with the heat. Uh, find you a shady bank that's got good deep water and try to fish. Find fish on those type of banks. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you'll do good. And, and again, with shady banks, it's going to be like. A boat dock, you understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, a big tree hanging over the water is going to create shade like a boat dock. Mm-hmm. And there'll be more, probably more fish congregating on it than in, in, any of the others. But anything with sticks and structure in it, 
they can get a little, you don't think about it, but a, a limb, say, three inches around, he gets eyes behind it. He thinks he's hidden in the shade, you know. Yeah. So it doesn't really take as big a thing as you, as you think, but the bigger the, the more shade, the better, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess what I was getting at, when they do that, I guess the, the river down to the south is going to have a little bit more current for the next three, four hours or five hours. Is that correct? That's right. And when it gets low enough, then they'll quit going over the fillway at Claiborne. And then the, below there, they're going to rely strictly on the tide then. Okay. Well, Joe, it's getting really hot right now. It's getting full-blown summertime. And we need to talk about a little bit of safety as, as far as the heat is concerned. Uh, you know, you can't catch fish very well if you have a heat stroke. So, <laughs> Uh, so my best tip is to, uh, you know, start drinking water before you become thirsty. That's the key. Hydrate yourself before it gets to that point. That's right. I always have an umbrella, a big straw hat, and a frog-tile chili pad. Keep it soaked and wrapped around your neck. That's a good idea. Oh, that's good advice. All right, Joe. Thank you so much, man. Thank y'all. We'll be right back with our special guest after these messages. College football fix all year long on the Chuck Oliver Show. The king of college football brings you two hours of local college football talk throughout the year with the biggest experts from across the nation and exclusive interviews with the coaches and players you want to hear from. It's the college football talk you deserve on the Chuck Oliver Show. Weekdays from 1 to 3 and evenings from 8 to 10 on WNSP. One of the challenges of being a homeowner is finding someone you can trust for all the little things that can go wrong. But here on the Alabama Gulf Coast, Bachelor Service is the trusted name for HVAC generators and now plumbing repair. Their plumbing team can take care of any job, from a clogged drain or leaky faucet to installing a new high-efficiency tankless water heater. Bachelor's is service worth remembering. HVAC generators and now plumbing repair. Learn more at bachelorservice.com. Certification 17070. Daily's TV can get you ready for summer with Sonos Audio, Furion Outdoor TVs, and Traeger Grills in stock. Bailey's TV and Mattress has a full line of Sonos Audio, the new Sonos Air speakers, along with all of their other great products. New outdoor Furion Smart TVs from 43 to 75 inches are available, and a complete line of Traeger Grills and accessories. Bailey's TV and Mattress, family-run and serving Mobile with sales and service for going on 70 years. 3700 Government Boulevard. Visit Bailey'sTVInc.com. 
If you need a building for commercial, storage, church, or industrial use, Kimco Metal Buildings has been providing the highest quality steel structures for over 50 years. I'm Scott Armstrong with Kimco. We will meet or exceed the ever-changing building code requirements and help smooth out the construction process. Come see us on Pollard Road in Daphne. Call us at 626-0594 or visit KimcoBuildings.com. That's K-E-M-K-O. Our goal is to exceed your expectations. Lowe's knows the best deals for dad. That's why this Father's Day, you can shop our best gifts from the brands he loves, like Craftsman for less. Right now, get a V20 drill or impact driver kit for just $69. And save $50 on a V20 string trimmer and blower combo kit, now only $99. Shop Father's Day deals today, in-store and online. Lowe's knows dads. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valve through 614, while supplies last. Selection varies by location. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. This is WNSP Outdoors. Live on 105.5 FM. And on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. All right. Welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. Our special guest today is Mr. Pratt Patterson. He is with the Kaiser Marie Fishing Tournament coming up real soon. All right. So uh, I want to talk about the dates and everything with you, Pratt. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. Now tell us about Kaiser Marie. First of all, what is this memorial tournament all about? Well, Kaiser... Uh a lot of people in the community might remember this. Kaiser was a, a fine young man, very involved in the community. He was a, an engineer, uh, outdoorsman, community volunteer, and he was uh, tragically killed in his in his home uh, about 13 years ago. And and um, this is a way that some of, of his friends uh, had decided 13 years ago to memorialize him. Uh, so we're, we're happy to be carrying on that tradition here with the uh, 13th annual Kaiser Marie Memorial Fishing Tournament. Well, that's a wonderful thing y'all have got going on. Where's all the money going if you make some profits? So I'm, I'm uh, the tournament director, but I'm also the um, executive director of Wilmer Hall Children's Home in Mobile. Perfect. And we provide um, residential support for homeless young people and tutoring. Uh, for students and run a food pantry, and all the proceeds from the fishing tournament benefit Wilmer Hall. That yeah, that's great. a good cause for sure. I've, I've uh, actually met some people that that were with Wilmer Hall one time that were uh, basically gave us some real detailed stuff about what they did, and that was definitely a good cause. Great. How can people get involved or get uh, get a ticket to go fish this tournament? First of all. So our tournament page is, is uh, through Wilmer Hall, so you can just go to wilmerhall.org okay. and click on tournament. Uh, it's right there on the, on the front page, and that has pages for uh, when and where and rules and categories and prizes. I see on the poster where the uh, Master Angler Award 
is a cash prize of $250. Children get a $100 cash prize. And uh, there's categories, first, second, and third place prizes. And they'll be awarded in all kinds of categories. Red snapper, king mackerel. Uh, what are some of the inshore species? Right. So, um, so our categories for adults are snapper and king and redfish, slot redfish, slot speck and flounder and for children offshore is snapper and inshore uh are slot redfish and speck and croaker just for fun cool well that's uh that sounds like fun and children need to be involved in this too if you can take your child fishing or somebody else's child fishing it's always a good idea it's always a good idea to take kids fishing period (laughs) (laughs) i'm a firm believer in that and uh uh, now, this is that is it Dolphin Island? Is that where your tournament is out of? Um, and so uh, our scales are open from 12 to 5, and we are out of the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club at Orange Beach Marina okay. in Orange Beach, okay. and we have a way station also at Pelican Pub in Dolphin Island. Okay. Okay. I uh, see some other great prizes like a 50-quart coolers, 30-quart uh, coolers, polar bear coolers, polarized sunglasses, Shimano reels. Yeah, so- yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll start at the top. Uh, Lion Frax Patent Insurance is offering $50,000 for a state record snapper. Um, we do have the, the Sam Shot Master Angler Award uh, by Alabama Power, and that's a $250 cash prize, prize and art by uh, Hank Buskin, Air Designs. And we got Yeti coolers, brake line sunglasses, uh, more Hank Buskin's work. We got Finco gear. Okuma reels, polar bear coolers, all kind of stuff. And uh, what are the price of tickets for adults and children? Uh, tickets for adults are $40 and for children are $20, and that's 12 and under. 12 and under, okay. Well, uh, sounds like a great fun day of fishing and uh, going to a good cause. Wilmer Hall is a great cause, and y'all can get tickets to fish this. Just look for more information at wilmerhall.org, wilmerhall.org. Is there anything else that we need to cover for you, sir? Well, always uh, many thanks to Beth and David Marks at Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy is our presenting title sponsor this year. Uh, and if anybody has questions about registration or rules or categories or anything else, uh, they can go to wilmerhall.org or find us on Facebook, and those have my email and my phone numbers. Uh, anywhere anywhere you might look. All righty. Well, thank you so much for being here, and good luck with the tournament. The date of the tournament is June 24th. Is that correct? Yes, that's right, June 24th. June 24th. That's so two com- weeks from this Saturday. Com- two that correct? Weeks. Yes. Okay. That's right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Pre- okay, thank you all. All right. All right. Have a good day. You know, Doug, uh, I think uh, the alligator uh, – season for the uh, opening up for tickets started in june 6th yeah this right? past monday i think yeah. you could start uh, uh your application to try to to get a permit you right. know that's, that's by a draw system i don't know how many yeah. permits they have but and i think it lasts for about a month is that right uh, yeah on, it goes through july 11th you're okay. you're eligible you can go online at uh outdoor alabama and uh, buy a chance for an alligator tag. Okay. Now, but when you, you get one, I think it's pretty 
sizable fee. Yeah, they <laughs> went, went up. up. I know that it went yeah. up quite a bit. Yeah, they, they was, went up but. up to about two hundred and fifty dollars for one. So, yeah. yeah, good luck with that. I don't know. Well, it's this time of year too. There's all kind of fishing tournaments are going to be going on all the way up through the deep sea rodeo next month. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be all kind of for the next three or four months. There's going to be all kind of fishing tournaments. That, we'll be talking about so. you know we we talk about safety on the water and safety in the woods a lot on the show one of the things uh, i was talking to wayne miller earlier today he said a friend of his the other day got his lure hung on the edge of the you know on a bush mm -hmm. uh, on the edge of the creek so everybody's done this they go in there with their boat and they get close and they try to get that expensive lure back mm -hmm. well he got into some red walls oh lord he got bit 15 times by red oh, walls, a big nest of them. Then you have to really watch for these things. They can hide that nest up under a palmetto bush mm -hmm. where it's dry, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, he got he got sick after that. He started having a uh, swelled up neck, and his head started kind of feeling a lot of pressure. So he did a really good thing. He called somebody and made them aware that he was out there by himself. Yeah. That's the thing. He was out there by himself, and he immediately, instead of trying to wait it out, he immediately headed to the dock and went back in, yeah. you know. So uh, just a safety precaution. If you're going to approach the bank of the creek or, or the river this this summer, <laughs> there's critters out there that might be waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, well, one thing you're going to say, and I'm going to say this, and, and my wife stays on me about this all the time because I fish by myself a good bit. Yeah. And – you know, always let somebody know where you're going where you're because going. if you're not back about the time you ought to be back, you know, maybe somebody's going to come looking for you. Exactly. You could be a little bit, you know, incapacitated, not even be able to use your cell phone. But if they knew where you were headed to start with, somebody's going to come looking for you. That's so. exactly right. It's a, always a good idea, especially if you're by yourself, to, uh, to, you know, back off of that bank and take a real good look, watch for snakes, you know, and wasp nests. That's right. And uh, snakes like to hang out up in the bushes, That's right too. too. <laughs> They're not always on the ground. Yeah. Hey, you know, we talk about we got events coming up and all, and we got a big one coming up this weekend. Yeah, Friday we're and talk Saturday, about and, that. and we're going to hear a lot more about that here in the next few minutes. Yeah. And uh, this one's kind of near and dear to you and me both because yep. it's our, you know, Biggest hobby, I guess you could say. <laughs> I guess so. I want to mention one other thing, though. Uh, a children's tournament is happening at Perkins Hurricane Landing, and that's coming up pretty soon, uh, too. So if y'all want to have more uh, information about this, it's going to be a really fun day. Saturday, June the 24th, and you can just go to Perkins Hurricane Landing on Facebook, and you can find out all the all the information. Uh, Perkins Landing is located right there in Crossroads, Alabama. It's a nice little place, and, uh, you know, the kids uh, only pay $10 to get entered in it, and uh, they get one pole, one hook, and one bait. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you can't fish with multiple poles. That's but, right. You know, but you can find out all the rules and how to get involved in that, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks also. So it'll be a fun day for the kids. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with Mr. Kenny Weiss and talking about the world champion Mobile, Alabama turkey calling contest coming up this weekend right after this.
Mark Heim previewing a Friday edition of the opening kickoff. Tim Brando says that Paul Feinbaum is scared of Greg Sankey. Is the mouth of the South really afraid of the SEC commissioner? He'll join us tomorrow to answer the question. And another Expendables movie is out. They got to be running out of bad guys at some point, right? All that, your phone calls and more. Join us Friday. The opening kickoff with Mark and Lee. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on WNSP. Street Seafood and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette has a great selection of fresh seafood and meats. Choose from their top cuts of meats or get yours custom cut. Find Street Seafood Restaurant on Facebook for order ahead to go daily buffet specials. A full meal served at the drive up from 10.30 till 3.30. Call 937-4096 and they'll put it together for you. Street's Dining Room is now open and the banquet room is open for private parties. Street Seafood Restaurant and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette. Find them on Facebook. Let me see. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks are proud to be your metal roofing headquarters for over 40 years. Save time and money by buying from the most reliable manufacturer on the Gulf Coast. Buy it today, pick it up today. We offer 20 Sherman Williams colors to choose from and a 40-year warranty. Baker Metal and Dixie Supply, two names, same great service. With the addition of our new store in Cantonment, Florida, we now have eight locations to serve you. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks, your metal roofing headquarters. Hi, this is Mobile Native Dr. Chris Walton, and I'm here to tell you about an exciting opportunity in laser-based eye surgery. If you suffer from starburst, halos, or a general decline in vision, you might have a cataract and can benefit from the Panoptics implant. You never have to worry about glasses again, not even readers. Come see me, Dr. Chris Walton, and we can discuss together how this can change your life forever. Schedule your consultation today by calling 341-3385 or by visiting waltonvision.com. I'm talking with Ed Rowan from the Taylor Martino Law Firm. Ed, after an accident, why is it a good idea that they contact you? Well, it's just like in, in the Marines, if you have to go through a minefield, then you need a combat engineer. You know, if you're not a lawyer, you don't do this every day, and you assume that the insurance company is going to be fair to you, but nine out of ten times, they're not going to be fair to you. And so you need someone there like me to make sure, to keep them straight, make sure they're going to treat you fairly, and they are, if you're with me. And before you were a lawyer, you were a Marine serving our country. Do you draw from that experience in your daily practice? I mean, it was cool what the Marines did, what they did for me. They show you that there is no mountain you can't climb. There is nothing that you can't do. The word impossible does not exist in the Marine Corps. And that's a great quality and mantra to sort of have in life, in a law practice, certainly. And I I try to have that mantra. If you've been in an accident, you need Ed Rowan from the Taylor Martino Law Firm on your side. TaylorMartino.com. No representation is made that legal services performed are greater than the quality of legal services of others. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. All right, welcome back to the show. That was Kenny Weiss Jr., a world champion in the gobbling division of the uh, upcoming uh, contest that's coming right here to Mobile this weekend. Kenny Weiss is with us, uh, and I wanted to get all the details from him. How you doing today, man? Doing great. Doing great. Good. Well, y'all excited about this contest coming up now? Oh, yeah. We got callers from all over the country coming in. Um, uh, really some big names. Uh, really big names, even in the judging. 
You've got Preston Pittman, Don Ship, Terry Phillips, um, Alan Nelson from Citronelle. Uh, you know, and Eddie Salter is going to be down there Saturday. Y'all need to come down and watch, look at these people. Yeah, now Eddie's the MC, is that correct? Eddie's going to MC on Saturday. I'll be MCing on tomorrow. Okay. You can you can see some big names in the turkey calling world uh, this weekend right there, and the admission to the event is absolutely it's free. Free, it's free. You know, we uh, I mean, we got these guys here are living legends. You know, um, anyway, <laughs> hopefully I'm with you. Yeah, you got a better microphone now. I think the other was a little shaky, but. <laughs> and there's a youth category too. And some of the youth are calling in the, in the uh -huh. against the big boys also. You know, I'm gonna say that as a judge, <clears throat> there's not as much difference in the youth division as, as there is at open. Some of these guys, some of these kids are like unbelievably good. You know? <clears throat> oh yeah, they they tough man. Yeah, and and I can't imagine by the time they're 20 years old how good they're gonna be. Mm. You know, if they as good as they are at 10 or 12, you know. Better get the autographs now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it takes. You know, I'm not a professional turkey caller by any means, but uh, I don't know what it takes to win something like this. But it, I know one thing, it takes a lot, a lot of practice and dedication. These these guys do this year-round. Probably drive their, their families crazy with all that turkey calling. Oh, yeah, the wives are glad to get rid of them. <laughs> Yeah, they got to be a lot better than you and me, Alan. That's 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 that's, that's number one. That's very very <laughs> understood. They're all better than you and me. Yeah. I can tell you that. If I can if I can call good enough to get a gobbler's attention, I've had a great day. There you go. <laughs> if we go. hear one, it's a great day. It seems that way at times. Oh yeah, but uh, we we're gonna kick off on uh, uh, Friday morning at tomorrow morning at around nine o'clock. Uh, We'll have some intro there, but, you know, the calling's going to start shortly after that. We're going to start with the World Friction Prelims. Then right after that, we're going to go into the Polts. That's 10 and under. Juniors, 11 to 15. Then uh, Intermediate, 16 to 20. We got Amateur Division also. And then in the afternoon, we're going to have the uh, World Championship. It's uh, Open Division. And both of those, the world champion, world friction, and the world championship, are open to any age. Um, but you know, we did have pre-registration. But but this contest is open to the public. Uh, love to pack that place out. Yeah, no admission. Know? No admission. That's and then fine. Saturday morning we'll start. You know, nine o'clock with the friction finals. Then we're going to go into the Owling division. The uh, Goblin Division, and then the two-man team, that's that's the fun one. The mm -hmm. two-man team is where two, uh, can, two participants get up there and they actually act, act out a scenario, actually two scenarios, a fall scenario in the spring. And then uh, Saturday afternoon we'll finish up with the open finals. I hope you all have plans to video some of this and put it on Facebook or some social media. I, bl I believe we got got a fellow right here that's filming right now. I think he's going to be doing <laughs> it. You know? I saw that. So uh, hopefully if uh, 
people can't make it down to the Civic Center, they can watch it on some, you know, social media on the computer and uh, get a feeling of what's going on. You, you know? know, the dead-end game calls for the last couple of years have been live streaming it, you mm. know, on, I reckon, Facebook. Okay. And, uh, and I, I got to throw this in, you know, special thanks to the Mobile Sports Authority. I mean, they years ago when we first brought the idea to them, they laughed at me, and then we pulled out our calls and started calling. They said, man, these guys are serious. Yeah, you know? yeah I, I already knew you were serious. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. But uh, are they the ones that were allowed, you know, able to get this to the convention center? Well, because it's a first-class venue. Right, well, it's second to none. Place. I mean, it's second to, second to none, you know. And we are, you know, the Grand National Championship been having – you know, thirty callers better in mm. the, the big divisions. Well, we we pushing it. We've actually got more youth calling in this contest than the Grand Nationals had. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, but we got newspapers from Texas that's coming in to do interviews. I mean, it yeah. it's done got big. Well, yeah. you 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 mentioned a couple of names there earlier, uh, Preston Pittman and Eddie Salter. I mean, these are just. First-hand names. I Anybody mean, knows anything that, about turkey hunting. Well, hunt, and, hunting period. Period. Hunting period, you're right. But, I mean, they are who they are and where they are because winning this particular because contest. Because of this contest. That's right. And, and this, this was the first contest that was ever held. That's right. I know y'all have heard me say this, but uh, Fred Stimson won the first one there at the Battle House Hotel in 1940. And that's Sandy Stimson's granddaddy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so we we have history here. That's right. And as long as I can, I'm going to keep it here. That's right. Well, it, you know, it went away for a long period of time, many, oh, yeah. many years, and y'all brought it back right. to, and to its hometown mobile. You yeah. know, the uh, Mobile Wildlife and Conservation Association is the owners of it. Mm -hmm. and um, And, you know, I've worked out a deal with them. You know, I lease it every year, right? you know, from them. And uh, the monies that's raised off of this contest that goes to them uh -huh. actually goes, it's already earmarked. It goes to uh, boat launches, duck boxes in the Delta and stuff. And really? everybody benefits from this uh contest that's awesome you know, i need to get those guys on the show and talk about what all they do too and 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 you know they um then off of this contest is where turkey restocking program started off the very first contest hmm. and uh there's turkeys that has genes in them you know if you could dna you know for, over in louisiana mississippi alabama Florida, Georgia, North, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Arkansas. You know, kind of what you're talking about there, and you got all these people coming from so many states for this, you know, they might not even be turkey hunting or turkey calling in some of these other states. Right. Had this contest not happened in 1940. Right. And, and the history that came in behind. That, that, they might know. not have been any turkeys that's, where they hunting at. Yeah, I that's mean, what that, I was that's, getting at, but... But yeah, I mean the the history that came behind it and the names that came behind it. Oh know. man, there there been we can go on and on with That's names right. and That's right. ones have been running it. You know, winning it the last couple of years, they are proud to have that title. Well, they should be. They should be. 
while we continue to talk turkey hunting, let's give away a five-pound pork sausage variety pack from Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats in Chickasaw, Alabama. We'll take the third caller at 694-1055. You know, we've talked about turkeys and turkey hunting on this show quite a bit, especially during the season. Right. But uh, And I've had you all on a couple of times this year already t- uh, doing some turkey calling. Would you all like to do a little bit more of that turkey calling for for folks to listen to? Maybe yeah. they could get an idea of what's going to ha- be happening this weekend. Yeah. Kenny Weiss Jr. is with us. He's got his turkey calls ready. I'll just let y'all do uh, what y'all do. All right. Give him a fly down, son. Do a little cutting for him. Cutting of the excited hen. What about a, can you do a kiki run on that call? Young turkey that's lost. Hollering for his mama. <laughs> Y'all already heard that gobble. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that's what we go go for, you know. Yeah, he did all that on one turkey call. That, that kind of reminds me of Alan Nelson telling those stories. Yeah. <laughs> He got involved in his first contest, and they want to know, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? He he, he did it all in one turkey call. <laughs> that's hard to do. I did. <laughs> it is. That is very hard to do because these guys and anybody that comes to this contest will see for the different calls. They got, a, su- the they got a suitcase of calls. They do. They'll open up look like they've been traveling, you know. Well, that's going to do it for this week. I appreciate you guys coming in and taking Anytime. time to do this. Thank Good you. luck with everything this weekend. Folks, we'll be back right here next Thursday at noon on WNSP Outdoors.